and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with Randy Rocket Cody. Alright, it's Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with me, Randy Rocket Cody of TheMetalDen.com. It is Sunday, April 17th, 2022. Happy Easter. Hope everyone's uh, doing well out there and celebrating with your, uh, your kids, your family, your loved ones. Taking some uh, time off from work, hopefully. I know some of you still have to work in some of the different industries like uh, food, uh, whatnot, restaurants. Uh, but definitely, hopefully, you'll get some time to, to spend with your loved ones today and uh, reflect on all that that is good in this world. Although it's a very crazy time, certainly. And there is, as we look around us, a, a whole lot of chaos going on, a lot of mayhem so before we get rocking with some music we're going to go over some of the uh, latest uh, news stories at themetalden.com as well as randyrocketcody.com first i want to go over a couple of things before we do that um that is going to kind of give you a little bit more information about me uh from a uh, a legal perspective i get asked a lot of questions about how do i not get sued for libel um for all the different expose reports that I do on different celebrities that, you know, I'm, I'm laying down, you know, some pretty heavy accusations against these people. Why, why don't I get uh, sued? Why am I not getting in trouble for that? Uh, that I'll tell you why exactly. Um, it's called the Texas anti-slap law with two Ps, <laughs> believe it or not. And that protects journalists uh, from, from those sorts of uh, legal ramifications and so it's, it's, it's a pretty amazing thing really and protects me and uh, that's why nobody can make a move on me in that area and really at the end of the day everything that I report is backed up with forensic evidence stuff that would stand up in court um, and, and I provide a whole ton of evidence as well as uh, witnesses and experts to uh, provide, you know, backup to all my, my theories. And so I just want to say that, you know, the bottom line is that I'm, I'm only telling the truth. <laughs> what is there to hide? Now, I also want to talk about uh, this really, I'm going to include it here in the podcast. Um, it's going to be a little bit of a snippet from a guy named Phil Schneider, who's big if you're in the, the UFO, uh, you're into all that studying the UFOs and whatnot. He's a pretty big name in that area. Um, but Phil Schneider, he'd made an eerie prediction way back, this is I believe like in the 80s or whatnot. And he was uh, a guy that had worked for the government apparently and had uh, a lot of experience in these secret type facilities. And he says that by 2029, the year 2029, there is going to be an alien takeover. And it's going to eliminate, terminate seven-eighths of the global population. So about roughly six billion people. So pretty crazy stuff. You'll, you'll hear uh, him talking here in the, uh, in the podcast a little bit. I think it's important. You know, here uh, on this being the Easter uh, program, you know, the resurrection of, of Christ. I think it's really important to, you know, talk about some of those uh, things related to, uh, uh, you know, religion. I'm not a real heavy-handed person in that. I think it's it's a time to reflect on that, however, whatever religion you might 
uh, follow, wherever you might believe. Um, you know, people, there's different interpretations. Uh, I, I find it amazing that uh, a country like Sweden celebrates uh, Easter. I had no idea. Uh, so, but the bottom line is, what I'm going to do is, is, this is kind of a, uh, you know, bunny-themed episode, if you will. And we're going to talk about Hugh Hefner, the late Hugh Hefner of uh, Playboy fame. And uh, the Playboy bunny accusations against him now since he's been gone. Uh, some of the different lurid details and scandals that went on, uh, including um, women who said they saw Hugh Hefner taking part in bestiality. Uh, and as well, using blackmail on models to get them to do what he, he wanted, apparently, there at the mansion. Now, we've also uncovered that there were secret tunnels built underneath the Playboy Mansion to go uh, to Warren Beatty's home and Jack Nicholson, his home. So that's all stuff that's starting to, you know, really people are starting to find out more about. Uh, I will be doing some reporting on that here shortly. Uh, big expose on Hefner I'm, I'm working on. So you can check that out. That'll be at randyrocketcody.com. So, uh, but other couple things I want to talk about before we get moving forward. Uh, what's going on in Shanghai, China? I just have to, uh, in the different parts of China right now, with the lockdown going over COVID-19 is just, it's just horrible. I mean, they're literally starving, these people. Um, just, just horrible things going on. They're killing all the animals, killing all the pets. Um, and it's just, it's terrible. You know, you've, you watch any YouTube video on it, you can hear the cries of the people who are locked in and just, it sounds literally like uh, hell. So my heart goes out to those folks. Hopefully, you know, you guys get start getting to eat some food and get some back to some normalcy at some point, you know, if y'all survive. <laughs> because they're literally starving these people to death out there in China. Now, Ukraine, you got the war going on with uh, Ukraine and, and Russia still. Ukraine's just getting decimated from what I've seen. I mean, they're just obliterating that place. Total human atrocities, one after the other. You just had the, uh, uh, was it the rail station, whatnot, uh, got hit. One of the public areas where civilians were at and just decimated, you know, and killed women and children. And so it's, it's just terrible what's going on there in Ukraine. And we're really not doing enough to support I think here in America. So I think people need to start looking in the mirror and saying, you know, what's really going on here? You know, we're, we're, we're just letting this stuff happen and, and, and we're just standing by. Now we've got the Will Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith uh, scandal going on. And that has obviously stemmed from his slap of uh, comedian Chris Rock at the Oscars. He's had some fallout, we know. He's gotten the 10-year ban from the Academy. Uh, he's gone ahead, and he did not get his Oscar stripped, as people expected. But there is talk that it potentially could he could still have to give it back. Um, there's, there's, there's been um, some different articles out there on that. You can, you can Google and find out what's going on uh, with Will Smith and the Oscar. But I'll tell you what. His big issue with Jada Pinkett is this Jeffrey Epstein scandal, because that's starting to really, ever since Ghislaine Maxwell uh, went to trial and that was uh, found guilty, she's now facing up to 80 years in prison. So her sentencing is going to happen here at some point in the summer. And there's, you know, this whole scandal now going on with a guy named uh, Randy Bowie. And this Maria Farmer is making accusations that he is Will Smith's bodyguard and, and Jada Pinkett Smith's. And that she had been held at Leslie Wexner's property against her will by this guy. So I guess he's this uh, Randy guy's, um, I guess he's worked for, for Wexner. Now Wexner's, of course, he's the big name at the top of that. That list, you've got a lot of other people, including that were named on the flat logs, like Will Smith, um, the Clintons, Bill Clinton. These people are really starting to, people are starting to uh, ask questions and wonder what really was going on there and how, how involved were these other people. And if this woman who, who was involved is getting uh, up to 80 years, how, what, what are the penalties for these other 
uh, people that were involved. Now you've got Prince Andrew. He's gone ahead and made some kind of a settlement with one of the victims. Again, I don't know how he's gotten out of any kind of uh, punishment, you know, that, that uh, would be befitting uh, other than giving up some of his loot. But that's where that's at. So we'll see what kind of continues to develop with that. I know he's lost a lot of his royal uh, family functions, uh, his, his, his duties, if you will, kind of like been stripped of all that right now. So he's hanging low, and uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see what other information comes out. Because apparently they've got 16 John Doe's that are uh, that have not been allowed to be uh, unsealed, as far as uh, those names being put out there. That that would ultimately reveal Will Smith, you know, Bill Clinton, these types of names. So we're going to see what happens uh, here in the future on that. Uh, as well, uh, you've got uh, Vince Neal. Wow, Vince Neal, this story is just huge. Vince Neal has uh, gone off the, 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 fallen off the wagon again, apparently, with his alcoholism. On April 14th, he was uh, due to play here in a casino in the States, and he um, canceled abruptly. So now this, he had just canceled another solo concert that was uh, scheduled for July 16th. So, um... It's, it's a big worrisome thing because really what's happening apparently is there's apparently been some suicide scares with uh, Neil that relates back to uh, this limo driver, Al Bowman, limo driver. He was the guy that had drove the limo for Motley Crue back in the 80s, and he came out in an interview and said that uh, Vince Neil was pr drinking himself to death and that he was in really bad shape uh, here in these, in these recent years, and he really felt sorry for him. There's also been that uh, video that came out with Vince Neil on the uh, uh, the show talking about his his daughter's ghost and her whole death and everything. That uh, he struggled through thinking about killing himself at that time. So apparently, this is something that's been going on for a long time with Vince Neil. Uh, hopefully, he gets uh, through it. Word is that Motley Crue still is, uh, you know, as an option, as a plan B, can still bring John Karabi in to sing for the band should things really get bad here with Vince Neil. Um, you've got to realize that doing these concerts, two, three-hour concerts, you know, and doing a bunch of them at his age, at 61, if you're not in good shape, if you're in any kind of bad health, mentally, you know, spiritually, uh, physically, you know, it's going to be difficult. And so uh, it's it's not a bad idea to have John Karabi on standby. The guy's very talented. He can sing all the Motley Crue songs. He has his songs that he did with the Motley Crue uh, album that he was known for uh, back in the 90s. So listen, you know, it's, it's, it's a great option to have, right? To have a guy on the, the bench that can come, you know, in, in such a big band like this, uh, in, in this type of a situation. I've been saying all along. That he's a great, great performer, still doing it, still throwing it down, and so that don't be surprised if you see that happen on this tour. Uh, the other option I'm being told is Rat would be a replacement band. I don't know if that how, who what Rat lineup that would be, but um, that's what the the word going around is is that it would be it would be Rat if they were going to actually replace Motley Crue. If Motley Crue can't move forward because of the problems with Vince Neil, now Nikki Six is talking it up from his uh, his Twitter page. I've noticed uh, keeping up with the fans and saying everything's a go. They're they're, gonna, they're not going to be going into her rehearsal until next month, which again leads one to believe what's going on with Vince Neil. If they can't get in there now, he's not playing any solo concerts. He's canceling these shows. He has the time to get in into the studio, start rehearsing, and getting ready for this major comeback. I just don't think oh, a month is enough after you've had three years. So hopefully, that's this is you know they're going to get past this little hiccup that he's going through. He's going to get be able to get uh, you know get a little bit better shape going and get himself a little bit lighter, a little bit thinner. So that when he's running around the stages and everything, he has better balance and he, he can he can have a, a better longevity in terms of uh, his endurance. Because I'm telling you, it's going to be very difficult at his age being out there, uh, 
and 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 doing this again after all these years of, of not doing it not doing the full motley crew big spectacular uh stage show and whatnot and that's nikki six is saying they're they're planning something pretty incredible so we'll have to wait and see uh it's it's going to be up to vince neal really how this all uh, turns out all right um I also have a report up right now that's a report that posted actually back a few years ago. It's uh, titled, uh, let me see which one I'm, which one that is here. Actually. It's, uh, of course, it's about the Pizzagate. And that's the one that people keep asking me about. You know, what's going on with that story? Is there, is there more Chris Cornell information you can tell me about? And, you know, I'm going to continue reporting on Chris Cornell. And Chester Bennington and their cases, I'm still doing investigating on that. Uh, so Truth for Chris hashtag, uh, Truth for Chester, you can find information on uh, uh, Twitter and Facebook. But this latest report is called America is Eating Its Own, the Pizzagate Holocaust. This is uh, originally posted back July 13, 2018. But this goes into how Easter, like Halloween and Friday the 13th, marks a day of the witch around the world and so this is when satan must be honored this is when major satanic rituals go on and and they, they ritually sacrifice men and women so this report really goes into the meat and potatoes of my my theory on on why all this uh these child abductions are going on and, and you know chris cornell and the black book of epstein and how this all relates to frazzle drip and and all these other uh different types of uh scandals that continue to just rock the entertainment world and politics uh before we get rocking with some music here uh, i did want to uh just read one real quick thing that's going to give you kind of a heads up on where this world is at right now uh, there are over 56,000 Masonic lodges in the USA right now. And these assholes, they don't serve Christ. They worship the devil and carry out rape, murders, and cannibalism at these locations. Plus churches secretly at night, also out in the woods. These are the same jerk-offs behind the pandemic, 9-11, the New World Order, and the Illuminati. So, you kids all around America, really, <laughs> with your fake smiles and, and fake concern for catastrophic events that these the Masons orchestrated themselves, like the sinking of the Titanic and JFK's assassination, it's time to wake up. It's time to wake up to reality. Because the reality is, we're in the New World Order. And that's why these horrible things are going on. That's why people's rights are being stripped away. And fake news being the big topic out there. There's a real ar great article I'll read real briefly called Fake News or Tradition at Easter by John Beckerink. In springtime in the early 30s AD, the Roman governor asked Jesus, what is truth? That question is still relevant today as we sift through news sources. Unfortunately, investigative journalism is rare today in a media obsessed with sensationalism, one-sided opinions, hidden agendas, and financial gain. Three of the seven abominations to God deal with lies and false reports. Jesus was lied about and threatened throughout his ministry by those who saw him as a threat to their own power and influence. And it finally led to his arrest. The religious leaders brought false witnesses against him and later charged him with blasphemy for his confession that he was the Messiah and the Son of God. The false charge of blasphemy proved to be the final blow that led to his crucifixion. In irony, they had rejected the only one who could make them acceptable to God through his perfect blood sacrifice. After his resurrection, they bribed the Roman soldiers to say that his disciples had stolen his body while they were asleep. That fake news was widely circulated along with other conspiracy theories. Forty years ago, this man's faith was solidified in the resurrection of Jesus 
through a man named Josh McDowell, who as a skeptic spent 700 hours in study of it. He concluded it was not a hoax, but the most important fact of history. So that's just really powerful right there. Hopefully you can uh, find some, some, uh, some strength out of that. Really, really powerful, powerful stuff. Now, before we get to rocking with some music here, I just still want to mention there is it is a five-year anniversary today of the hoax article that I did. Actually, two different hoax articles that I did uh, against Metallica that were humongous, massive successes and uh, literally went viral. Uh, the first one being about Lady Gaga joining Metallica. That was uh, run by Metro. They, they eventually... Um, had to correct it, but they, uh, huge entertainment site, news site out, out in uh, England. And uh, also, it ran on uh, Whiplash Net. I guess that's in Spain, if I'm not mistaken. And that was the one about Lars Ulrich retires after 36 years. So that was, uh, those are hoax articles. That was back five years ago uh, to this day. And uh, what a... <laughs> Crazy thing, actually, uh, with the Lars retiring article, that went live on the radio on a London, uh, England-based uh, radio station. And uh, Planet Rock was the name of that one. And so they, they reported that live on there to a ton of people. Just crazy stuff. So, you know, it's something that uh, it's an art form. You know, to be able to pull these off and to get these sites that have been around, these these top entertainment rock sites or whatnot, news sites, uh, if you can get a, a hoax out there and get them to, to run it on their site, it's a very difficult thing to do. So to be able to pull that off, as I have uh, many, many times now, uh, I'm very proud of that achievement. Uh, it's something that I've worked hard to uh, to be able to succeed at and uh, to be able to continue to, to uh, fool people uh, when they should see the truth right in front of them. Uh, it's it, it, it's an honor for me. It really is. So, all right, listen, I do want to thank everybody who's uh, been supporting my reporting and all my news uh, that I've been posting at themetalden.com as well as uh, randyrocketcody.com. Uh, just get ready. There's going to be some great reporting coming out here soon. And all I can tell you is going to be stuff that's going to blow your mind. All right, let's get rocking with some music. If you want my 
about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, A&E's Secrets of Playboy started yesterday, and a lot of people are speaking about different accusations. They're saying he recorded sexual acts without the permission of the participants. Uh, one of the women, Sandra Theodore, she was July 1977's Playmate of the Month, said that Hugh Hefner had tapes on everybody, and Stefan Tettenbaum, who worked as a valet for Hugh Hefner in the late 70s and early 80s, also addressed these allegations in the documentary. Here's a clip of that. Hefner taped everything in this bedroom and many men and stars and athletes came into the bedroom and had sex with these girls most of the time hefner never participated he just watched he wanted these girls and the stars but many of the girls were devastated after what they were expected to do what they were forced to do Well, can you imagine after he had all these tapes of you having sex with different girls, what power he had over these men? Mm hmm. They said it's kind of like revenge porn. Now, there were other stories like, for instance, Santa Theodore notably alleges that she once walked in on him engaging in sexual activities with her dog. She said, I walked in on him with my dog and I said, what are you doing? I was shocked. He made it seem like it was just a one-time thing and that he was just goofing off, but I never left him alone with my dog again. Another bestiality allegation uh, has to do with porn star Linda Lovelace. According to reports, they're saying that she allegedly was coerced into performing oral sex on a German shepherd. Now, according to these reports, they said all the guys were laughing when Linda got out of the limousine. She was drunk and drugged. They got her so messed up that they made her give the German shepherd oral sex. They said this is despicable. Okay, now, Stephen, blow out the candles. Wait, Stephen, don't forget to make a wish.
you wish for? young and I used to watch Sam Kennison when he was when he wasn't that famous he was actually funnier because he was playing to smaller houses and his screams would be it was something he would use sparingly right but then as he got to be this big thing it was just like ah, the yeah. whole thing so I'm, I'm you know try, I'm trying to take it back take it back take it back did you you work with him before Kenneth, I yeah. knew him. You knew him? I knew him, yeah. I knew yeah. Him. <laughs> I knew him. I was uh I met Kennison. I was at uh Catch a Rising Star. It's an old club before your time. New York but like New York up upper west side? Upper upper east side. Upper east. And uh I was on stage, I was like an open micer or whatever the fuck you want to call it. it like clubs used to be open to like damn near two in the morning back then. And this is you what, eighteen, nineteen? Yeah, I think nineteen, something yeah. like that. And I'm doing some joke about my brother and freebasing or something like some the, the middle of the crack epidemic. Yeah. So I'm doing some crack joke. I don't, it wasn't really about my brother, but it was just about freebasing. Anyway, and only one person's laughing in the back, and it's <laughs> and it's Sam Kennison laughing his ass off. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like laugh laughing like De Niro in Cape Fear. Like he thought it was the funniest <laughs> shit ever. Yeah. And he's like, kid. He introduced himself. It was like I already knew who he was. I already watched him and shit. He's like, you wanna hang out? Took me to hang out yeah. with him and shit. And I met Robin Williams with him. Oh wow! And he's like, uh, tomorrow. He's like, what are you doing Saturday? I'm like, oh, I'm gonna hang out and hopefully maybe try to get on if nobody shows up. You know, do makeup spots because they used to have makeup spots for. Yeah, they used to be like a, a show would be booked and then there'd be a backup comic. Oh. In case nobody came, and you, the backup would go on. 
Yeah, because then if somebody was late, they couldn't even really call. They just was. They just missed. Right. People just really missed shit. <laughs> so Kennison's like, "Yo, I'm doing Saturday Night Live. You should come." Sure. Yeah. So I come with Sam Kennison to do Saturday. He was hosting. No, no, he was doing comedy. They used oh to have, yeah, they used to have like. Uh, they, they, they used to have comedians. Yeah. And he was. Uh, he was. Do, he was. Spike Lee was the no. Malcolm Jamal Warner was the host. It was like it's such a weird coincidence that I he invited me to this show, right? And Run DMC was a musical guest. Wow. Oh wow. So and I mean and they was really Run DMC. Yeah. They did, they did hit it run. No, you ever hear hit it run? It's the the the, the record where it runs on the beatbox and it's all DMC. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. Oh shit. Do you really believe what's going on? I, I was conceived and I was born. I once was lost, but now. I'm boss, I run this town. I leave all suckers in the dust. Those dumb motherfuckers can't mess with us. This is just the best shit ever. This <laughs> is just like, yo, but DMC. DMC is the most underrated rapper ever. <laughs> like, like, everybody gives run props. Like, yeah. DMC was amazing. Anyway, and uh, so. And Spike did a short film. It was like the craziest, blackest SNL ever. And Sam. I watched Sam do a set. He did some joke about Jesus' last words. Hey, I'm not trying to make jokes about Jesus, though. I saw the movies. I read the Bible. He's always on the cross at the end, the crucifixion. There's always 30 or 40 Christians standing around going, it's a shame that he has to die. And Jesus is always going, well, maybe I wouldn't have to. Somebody get a ladder and a pair of pliers. <laughs> But the Bible said you're supposed to die. Oh, buy the book! Buy the book! <laughs> oh, tough gig, tough gig. Oh, uh, oh! Uh. Like, like, yeah. he, like, he really knew how to use his, uh... I watched him snort coke right before he went on. Here go, Kane! Here go, Kane! Uh... <laughs> like, how many lines? Like two, three. Two, three lines. Like, right yeah, before the set. Rock star lines. They were, they were, like, they were, like mi they were minor lines. <laughs> uh, uh, watched him do coke right before he offered me. I was like, eh, not tonight. Uh, you know, later on I would say yes. But, uh, <laughs> and so weird. And then he goes out and he does this joke. He wasn't supposed to do the Jesus joke. They, they told, are, they they told, told him, him not to, to. And he still did. And he still did it. It's live TV. So they cut the joke in LA. Oh. You know, and I remember riding with him down the elevator. He's like, motherfucker, he acts so cool, but he really loved being famous. And he was, it was like, it was just happening for him. And I remember being in the elevator with Sam. He's like, anybody got a pen? Anybody got a pen? People are looking for a pen, thinking he needed to write something down. Yeah. Somebody finally gave him a pen, and it was basically just so because he knew he was had to sign autographs when he got outside. Yeah, <laughs> he's getting ahead. <laughs> That's all he was thinking about: yeah. signing autographs. That's funny. Yeah, man, Sam motherfucking Kennison. So this one's for him, for him always, Andy. This is for you. Say hello to heaven.
Becker. This is Vince Neal. I want to say uh, happy birthday, brother. Uh, this is actually from uh, uh, Christian, Mom, Ethan, and Blake. So uh, keep on rocking. Shout the devil and, uh, and do yeah, do some feel good stuff at four in big old big old four row, you man. All right, see you later. work out <coughs> we should start a mariachi band that's a great idea hey who's driving what <laughs>